0: Amplify Her Voice is for women who want to break through the glass ceiling. We want to celebrate their successes, elevate their voices, and tackle the challenges that they face. We share stories and talk about challenges because our shared experience can lift others up. I'm your host, Megan Conahan, and this is Amplify Her Voice. Hello, everyone. Today on Amplify Her Voice, we have Christy Hayes, the director of global marketing at Linksys and just all around amazing person. Hey, Christy, how's it going today? Hey, Megan. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome, we're really excited to have you. So Christy and I have known each other, I think for a couple years now, and pre-pandemic, I was just thinking about this. We used to actually be able to meet up for margaritas when I was out in her neck of the woods because I'm more New York City based. And you know, Christy, I just miss so much hopping on a plane and getting to get together with people who are like not my husband, not that I don't love him because he's probably listening to me right now, and just like drink margaritas outside. Like I am so excited for when we can get back to that.
1: Oh, same. Who doesn't love that? I actually have not been on a plane in a year now. It's cr- it's absolutely crazy.
0: I know. And like you're probably like me and traveling like a decent. I was talking to a client yesterday and she goes, I even miss marketing conferences. I was like, oh my God. And then you know it's bad. Yeah, that's bad.
1: That's a bad sign.
0: <laughs> um, so as we record this, we're obviously going to the weekend. And I'm sure out in L.A. it's like beautiful and sunny like it always is. But I think we're in in the New York City area going into kind of a rainy weekend. So I was hoping you could give me some inspiration on things to do this weekend. So I really want to hear from you. Like, are there any great books you're reading? Are you watching anything amazing? Like, give me something to fill my Sunday. Yeah,
1: well, actually, the weather is unfortunately not great here in L.A., which is rare.
0: Um, but on the
1: book side, you know, I've been I've been reading some books from Reese's book club, Reese Witherspoon. She has a book of the month club. Um, not that I'm able to keep up with that monthly cadence by any means. But the one I'm on now is called The Secrets We Kept by Laura Prescott. Um, and just really interesting story. So I, I try and avoid too much professional development reading. Um, and I really wanted to just ship gears and like have an escape and, you know, dive into fiction. And so that's a good one right now.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Yeah, I go back and forth between like professional development and then like a fun book. But sometimes I seem like I can't get too much into the professional development or it's just like I need a break. Like you can't just always be kind of having your mind on work
1: right it felt like homework like extra work yeah
0: <laughs> i was like now i must read my book to be a better person uh, <laughs> um so christy just to start off could you give a little bit of a background on just who you are your career journey and of course feel free to plug links this because you guys have obviously the best stuff now that we just live all of our lives online
1: yeah definitely so i'm a california girl i am one of the true angelinos here in la i know we're rare Um, I got my start in media um, as an assistant media buyer for Sony Pictures. I worked at an ad agency called McCann Erickson, and it was my first real job out of college. I, you know, I thought I was going to be rich, but I really wasn't. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I just, I wanted to get involved in the overall creative process. So I moved over to account management and, you know, I've had so many different hats and roles on the advertising account management side. And I like just slowly but surely worked my way up the ladder to several different agencies. And, you know, what I loved about that is um, I had the amazing opportunity to work on like so many great brands and lots of different verticals, like I'm going to name plug here. <laughs> I worked on brands like Netflix, Spotify, Vizio, um, Ugg, Epson, Lenovo, Honda Power Sports, like ranging from lots of different verticals from CPG, technology, entertainment, gaming. So. I think that was like a really great way to just be exposed to so many different businesses. And I've spent the last several years just hyper-focused on technology. Um, And more recently, I made the switch from the ad agency world over to the client side and brand marketing. So today, uh, as you mentioned, I'm the global marketing director for Linksys. Um, Those that do not know Linksys, Linksys has been around for Thirty-two plus years in the networking business. Um, you may have a Linksys router at home. If you don't, definitely get one because it will improve your speeds, your connectivity, and it could be more important today, right? With people working from home and school from home, it's been it's been good for us this last year.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I mentioned to you, I'm in the process of upgrading my own router and, and Linksys is ob- obviously this is what I'm going to get. I'm going to get one of the mesh ones because I'm really, really sad about all of the dropped Wi-Fi I have in like the ends of my home. And I'm only in New York City, so you'd think it wouldn't be that bad, but somehow these old buildings get you. Yeah, yeah, definitely mesh system is the way to go. Um, so you know, before we turn this into just a complete Linksys commercial, we'll we'll kind of pivot. Um, so as as anybody who who listened to our previous episode knows, every episode we focus on a specific topic. And for this episode, since Christy, you're such an expert in branding and brand marketing, I thought it'd be really great to focus our conversation on you know developing your personal brand and personal branding. Um, so when I think about personal branding I think of it sort of like corporate branding I suppose but it, it's just for yourself right It's like what you stand for it's your message you know what do people think of when they think of you so you know the other thing i I, I kind of keep in mind when I'm thinking about personal branding is, making it a combination of, you know, who you are, but then also who you aspire to be. Because, you know, I don't want my brand to just be my current identity, but I also want it to be my aspirational identity. So figuring out that, intersection of who you are and who you want to be is really how I've been viewing kind of personal branding. Uh, But obviously, I want to turn it over to you. And coming from brand marketing, I would just love to get your perspective on, you know, a personal brand. You know, how do you view personal brands? Why do people need them? Why is it so important? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Megan, you're so right. Um, Like a personal brand is in so many ways similar to corporate brands. It really makes you look inside at who you are. You know, what do you stand for? What are these values that you embrace? And and then ultimately, how do you express those values? Um, so just like a company brands, um, you know, they help to communicate what their value is and how do they stand out amongst the competition? And so you as a person, like, how do we get ourselves to stand out? Um, and so personal, personal branding is the exact same thing. It's like, it's branding your own story. I have a story. I just shared it with you, <laughs> you know, my one minute interview. Um, you have a story, we all do. So it's really just defining um, what you want to represent.
0: Yeah, I really like that kind of just like owning your story. And, you know, I feel like most people, they're not going to develop your story for you, right? So like you just going out and being like, this is who I am. This is why I'm amazing. It really kind of lets you take ownership of that narrative a little bit more. And I kind of like, I've been thinking a lot about how you know, personal branding almost kind of coincides with with self-promotion a little bit. So I love that, how you kind of compared that to um, kind of like telling your own story. Mm -hmm. Um, but before we talk about all the ways, obviously, that we can harness your personal brand, I do think it's important to talk about you know, how do you even go about crafting it, right? Because, um, I mean, you know brands spend millions, billions of dollars like crafting, identifying their brand message. And obviously, people are not going to go to that extent. But I do think it's really important that we all stop and realize you can't just say, oh, well, I'm amazing and that's my brand, right? You really have to think about it. You have to craft it very intentionally based on the story that you want to tell. So what advice would you give to somebody who's starting to craft that message for themselves? Like, how do you even go about crafting a brand? Are there steps you can take? You know, what would you, what would you do?
1: Yeah. You know, I found this matters the most when you're in the interview process and you're trying to find a new job and you're trying to sell yourself to a company. Like that's when your branding really comes across and, and really all touch points of the process, like how you write um, the resume you put together, how you conduct yourself in the interview. Um, but beyond that, once you get the interview, this is where you start to get to that elevator pitch. You know, what's what's my 30 seconds or my one minute drop of who I am? Um, surely everybody's heard of that, but if you don't, you need to have one. So write it down on a piece of paper, practice it, um, and you will use this beyond the interview. Like I find myself using it at networking events and introductions and then even within your own company, when you meet other people, you need to be able to say, hey, this is why I'm important. This is this is who I am to give yourself credibility. And we are always constantly selling ourselves. We're, we're selling our ideas. Right. We're selling our recommendations when we need more budget or, you know, even on the agency side and your side of business, maybe like selling new clients and and you're selling yourself. Like, do. Does a brand or a company want to partner with you to lead their business? Um, and so there's just really so much that goes into building that. Um, and
0: yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people make calls about, and I, I don't remember the stats off the top of my head, but like people make calls about, you know, presentations they see people make calls about like people they meet within like the first few seconds of meeting them. So it is really important to your point that like you have this personal brand that like, isn't you embody because somebody is going to make a decision about, unfortunately about you within the first you know however many seconds or minutes of meeting you so you kind of having that concise clear message is a great way to stand out and like keep selling yourself to you because to your point we're always selling ourselves whether it's for a project or a job or a promotion or a raise or or you know to to get more tequila in our margaritas when we can hang out together you know there's always something that we're trying to um trying to kind of be selling or, or convincing other people of
1: yeah, you know, Megan, like this—that's the hard part because it requires you to figure out who you are, and not everyone's good at being introspective and, and more so, being honest with yourself. So, as a brand marketer, you know, we do this for our own brands. Um, you know, what is the brand value? Who do they represent? Who are we targeting? All of those things you can still apply to yourself, and I do that to myself. Like, I can literally, like, if you don't have, if you don't know where to start, start with a list. Right. Get a notebook start a Word doc, PowerPoint, whatever your choice is, title it my brand and just start listing attributions about who you are, about yourself. Like I am punctual, I'm efficient and I'm dedicated, like I'm loving and energetic, things that you like and aspire to be too. Um, and then, you know, think about what other people have even complimented you on. So I had a, a colleague one time um, that told me I'm a closer and I paused for a second. I was like, oh my gosh, he's right. Like (laughs) I am a closer. That's cool. I'm going to lean into that. Like I like, I like to be a closer. And so it gives you the, the recognition and the confidence to, to take that attribute for your own brand. And if you're struggling with it, ask your friends, you can ask your family, you know, what do you think of me? If you had to say three words, how would you, how would you describe me? And so you can start building it that way. Um, But beyond that, you know, once you have your list, like the next step is having a vision. And so you need to think about what you want to be known for. So not just who you are today, but what do I want to become? And for me, this personally has really evolved over time. Um, But like, do you want to be a great leader? Do you want to be the first woman in the C-suite of your company or the owner of your own business? So having some kind of end goal like that is so important. Um, and I think it's totally okay to change your mind. I have (laughs) that angle that target has moved for me. Um, but I had this great boss a while back. Um, she's also a friend of mine. And one time I asked her, I was like, do you like, what do you want to be? Where are you going with this career? We're both in advertising at the time. And she said, no hesitation whatsoever. I want to be CEO. And I was just, I looked at her in awe. I was like, how do you know this? I'm so impressed. And, And that's like a big goal. And, you know, she's like, she's president today and I know she's going to get there. And that's really the power of having this vision for your personal brand.
0: That is such a great point, both being introspective, because I feel like sometimes people in general, women, you know, I think maybe especially they might have a hard time of kind of writing, like really thinking about themselves, like critically and not and being honest. Right. And not just being kind of like, not put downy, but you know what I mean? You could be like all of the things that you're great at. And I, I did an exercise recent, I guess not that recently now it's pre pandemic now that I'm thinking about it, um, with a group of other women. And we were just all talking about to your point, like, you know, this is what I'm doing. And and then they started calling out things that they liked about me. And I was calling out things that I liked about them. And then all of a sudden you realize all of these things that you would never think that somebody associated with you. You're like, wow, that's how you see me. That's so freaking cool. You know, and it gives you this confidence um, that you might not have thought about because we're not great at like self identifying. I think a lot of times.
1: Totally. It gives you the confidence to claim something that might feel too bold otherwise. Like example yeah, well, of as being a closer, I would never gone around saying, Hey, I'm a closer. Cause I'm a little douchey, but, but when someone else tells you that's what you are, you can feel confident to use this.
0: Oh, totally. And I love that. Like your former boss and friend just was like, I want to be the CEO. Cause like, I love those. Cause like, if you'd asked me, I'd be like, Oh, well, you know, here's like this slight step up, but like really being ambitious with what you truly want, like no holds barred, like take it, right? We were, I was listening to, um, I was just talking about this with the women at direct agents. We have a, a WOTA organization where we, we get together once a month and we were listening to, uh, Renee Brown, um, interview Abby Wombach about her, her, her new book Wolfpack. And one of her new leadership principles was, um, I can't remember. I'm going to mess it up, but like, take it, right? Like take the ball. um, Oh, demand what you deserve. That's what it was. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like just going out and saying like, this is what I want. Like no holds barred, give it to me and I'm going to crush it. So being also really forward thinking and looking with your ambition is not a bad thing. So I do think you might like, to your point, start a list, but like, have people hold you accountable, have people who see how like amazing you are contribute to that list because that'll really help you elevate your brand so that it's not just this this meek kind of mild brand that it really is as amazing as you are.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, Megan, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to ask, you.
0: <laughs> do
1: you know what your end goal is? Do you have like a long-term vision in mind?
0: That's part of... What I'm working through, and and even when I talked to you about being on this podcast, I was like, we don't have all the answers, right? Like, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of it, too. But, you know, I want to be in the C-suite. Like, I think I unabashedly say that. Like, I want to lead this organization in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and I take steps to do that, right? Like, I started… um, and Chris, you probably know my own kind of monthly newsletter where I'm talking about marketing trends, I'm creating content, I'm doing all of these things to be a thought leader and to put myself out there because I know that's what it takes to, to lead. So I don't have that position yet, but I'm actively trying and putting pieces in place and putting stuff kind of taking steps to, to get myself there. So it's not just about hoping, you know, and saying, I want to be in the C-suite. It is about tr- doing those things and walking the walk and talking the talk. And, you know, was it like dressing for the the job that you want, not the job that you have?
1: Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. I'm in the same boat. Um, and I think that's why I said earlier, it's okay if, if your goalpost changes and it moves. Um, we have to be flexible with our own lives, right? Things change, but just knowing what that could be and having an idea makes you take steps towards it. So that's great. I'm with you. I want to be in this TV too. Get me there. Let's go. Yeah,
0: exactly. Let's, let's go. I know it is, it is funny because it will change. Cause if you asked me as a, you know, a 25 year old woman or 30 year old woman, this, I would be like, you know, just, you know, whatever one step higher is, but the, the older you get and the more attainable it seems. And you, you, You just have bigger ambitions and you want more for yourself. So I do think that is part of how I am continuing to develop my brand too is, um, you know, this is who I am and I am, you know, all of these things and and I'm reliable and I'm kind and and et cetera, but I'm also ambitious and I want to be unapologetic about that ambition a little bit despite, and and I think it took me a while to kind of get to that place because of a host of different reasons. Um, Mm -hmm. And that actually brings me to, Kind of another point I wanted to talk to you about. But, you know, I do feel like women in general have a harder time with personal branding because we aren't working from this blank slate, right? Like we come into every relationship, we come into our workplaces, and there are stereotypes about, how women should behave or how women should exist or work. And we feel this pressure, whatever it is right to be likable or to be nice. Um, And I always say like, I hate when women get labeled as too something, right? Like, Oh, you're too nice. You're too aggressive. You're too difficult. Because to me, that only means that like our reality and who we are clashes with who people want us to be. So, Um, that I really struggle with being called and I've been called, you know, to whatever several times, but like, how do you navigate that? Right. How do you navigate who you want your brand is versus what, you know, others might want from you kind of being a woman in the workplace? Like, how have you gone about that?
1: Yeah. Like the part that women have a hard time with is being true to their personal brand. So I even had a boss tell me one time that I needed to be firmer. And I did it and I tried and I ended up yelling at my account executive and I felt awful. It's like, that's not who I am. And, and even now I have colleagues that reach out to me, just as you said, that are, they're being criticized for being too much or too vocal or just not easy to work with. And I, that's a whole other topic, but (laughs) that's because women are speaking up more. And I'm glad about that. You know, we were expected to be quiet and kind and agreeable appropriate and I even as my early like my early days in account management we would do creative reviews with the creative team like I was told to like shut up and take notes (laughs) you know so like breaking all of those bad habits and you know we don't have to do that anymore times are changing we have voices we think we grow we learn we care and we have as much right to use our voices as and and share these strong opinions that we have Um, so like if to that I say if we disagree with something and you're passionate about it, we're gonna speak up. And I would encourage all women to do this at any level. Like, don't be afraid to be branded as the angry woman just because you're a woman and and you don't wanna stay silent just to appease others. And and that really goes back to being true to yourself and, and the vision you have for your brand.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. And our our last guest, she's the C. Uh, her name's Natasha Bella. She's CMO at, at Gigi. She was saying the same thing. Where um, earlier in her career, people was like, you're too nice. You know, you have to you have to be. She said they said you have to be bitchy, right? And she's like, but that's not authentic to who I am. Like I'm goofy. I'm kind. Like I'm compassionate. It's not gonna come off authentic and that's not what my brand is. So like, and and, I mean, you know, from a corporate branding perspective, I think it's super clear when a brand like uh, is trying to market to me and they are so like, that is just not who they are. And it feels like icky, you know? And like, it's the same thing for people. Like if that's not who you are trying to be this like mean, you know, "Quote unquote," bitchy person. That's not gonna feel authentic. And if it if it was authentic, great. That's you, and like own it, and it'll feel wonderful. And that's who you are. But like, if you are more genuine, or you're more goofy, and that's how you lead, that's gonna be the thing that people really um kind of get pulled to you for. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it definitely is a challenge, and and I think it really is too bad because I you know people will ask me this question right, like how do you how do you navigate this? And it was like, you honestly kind of have to stop caring. Um, and one, a woman I know, I was like, oh, great, thanks. Um, a woman I know gave me this recommendation. I was saying, you know, I really struggle with this, want to be liked and want to appease everybody and be the one people count on. Um, but, you know, that's like I feel like it's, it's putting me at a disadvantage because like I am agreeing to things that I shouldn't be agreeing to do. I'm I'm volunteering for things I should not be volunteering for. Uh, and she's like, you need to read this book, The Courage to be Disliked, because it really is just about like having the courage to say, you know what, like, I don't care. I don't care if you like me. This is who I am, um, you know, kind of take it or leave it. And I I loved it. So highly recommended um, for for anybody else who is a who's a people pleaser out there. Yeah, I'll check it out. Sounds good. So I mean, from your perspective, you know, you know, obviously women have a, a hard time with with some of the the navigating here. Um, but you know, I would love kind of your tips for for women to how do they keep building their brand? You know, obviously it's everything you say, it's aspirational, it's you know, looking inward, um, uh, and it's how you present yourself and how you show up. But, you know, for a woman who's really looking to continue to build to build their brand, like what are the things that they should be doing like every day or every month or every year? What would you, what would you say?
1: Yeah. Well, thanks to social media, there is endless opportunities to tell your story these days. I, I happen to be a little more private in my personal life, but if you tend to gravitate towards, you know, wanting to share more, um, and, and share more of your ideas and thoughts and put yourself out there like, totally go for it. Um, LinkedIn is is a great tool for that, but also um, Twitter. And Twitter is a great spot to share thoughts and ideas and be found. Um, As long as that fits with your personal brand. um, You know, it helps you highlight your expertise and share thoughts and opinions and engage with other like-minded people. So Twitter is great for that if you're into it. Um, And then depending on the type type of work you do, um, having a personal website is really relevant, especially in the advertising space. More so for creatives though. So like art directors, creative directors, designers that need to showcase the portfolio of their work. A website could be really beneficial. And then just remember your personal brand isn't just online, it's it's you every day. It's how you show up to meetings, like how you're prepared. How do you follow up? Like how do you treat others? And I happen to be very friendly. So one of my personal brand attributes is saying hello to everybody. And just generally being nice, like being a kind person, like the front desk, like always saying hi to the security person, people taking out the trash. Like, I always just like to think that, you know, everybody matters and be kind to everyone. Um, And then also, I, I also am a natural, upbeat person. So I make sure that I bring this positivity and this energy to my team and meetings and just like doing it all the time. You can have a bad day, of course, like we're not perfect. Um, but it's just, it's just really, you know, repetition.
0: And I think that's why it's so important to really craft that brand message for yourself, because once you craft it and you say, this is who I am, right? I am, this is my, this is my story and and this is what people know me for. And these are the attributes. It's, you are much more intentional about doing those things, right? Being, Uh, a positive force all of the time about, you know, promoting other people and other women around you. Like if that's what you are known for, I feel like it's easier for you to remind yourself to do it versus just get like sucked into the daily grind of just like work all of the time and getting the tasks done and, and everything like that. Just having this like shining North star that says here, I am this person. And then you can constantly kind of work, work to it. Um, But I do, I love, I love about the social media. I mean, I, anybody who talks to me, especially the women uh, I work with know that I'm really big on self-promotion. Like I always tell them to control their own narrative. I was like, promote it on social, promote it in the office when we were in the office, um, promote it like any which way, say what you did and what you were really amazing at. And if you're not comfortable, like grab one of us, right? Like we are here to like amplify and help you. So like, be like, hey, Megan, I did this like bomb thing the other day. Can you call it out in your next meeting with the founders? And I'm like, sure, of course I will. You know, if I if I agree that it was amazing and you talk to me about why, why it's so great, like I will happily amplify all the work you're doing. So like use your, I guess, network and use the other women or just people in general in your kind of sphere to help kind of amplify and, and continue to um, speak your brand truth. Yeah,
1: Megan, that is so true. You're right. Networking is, is a huge part of it too. And, and women in particular are building each other up and, and shining a light on, on work that's important is, is really special. Um, it's the same thing for uh, building a brand in the marketplace, right? They need to be consistent. You have to be consistent with your message. Um, we get tired of it as marketers on what we're saying, but <laughs> to reach the right audience and like get that repetition, Um, You have to be consistent. The same thing goes for us and and ourselves, you know, and just being consistent with our message and and how we represent ourselves across all of our own channels, you know.
0: Yeah, consistency is is so key. People will – you know, I feel like people are generally um – not very like they don't pay very good attention right like whether that's a consumer or your boss or people you work with so being consistent showing up in a consistent way and speaking your brand truth consistently like that's the thing that will resonate because they just like in marketing somebody sees your ad one time or your message one time it They're probably going to forget what it is, but it's showing up constantly, saying the same thing, being there, making sure that you back up what you're saying. That's what's going to really make people remember. And then when it comes time, whether it's to make a purchase decision or to put somebody on a new project, they're like, oh, yeah, Christy was Christy's a closer. Like, let's put her on it. Is there a woman that you look to whose brand you really admire? And it could be anybody, whether it's like you said, somebody you worked with, wor- work with or worked with, um, you know, a professional athlete, a celebrity, like who who do you really look to?
1: I think maybe I'll touch on all those categories. Um, the first person that comes to mind for me is AOC, Alexandria uh Garcia Cortez, right? She's so smart, she's so driven, confident, she's a Hispanic woman. You know, she just brings a lot of inspiration to me. And I've I've been blown away by all the attention she's been able to grab. Um, And social media is like she found the power of social and and building her personal brand to share her ideas. So she's nailed that in the social space. Um, In the athletic realm, like Serena Williams, hello. Um, She's like the strongest, most powerful, most successful tennis player. I mean, the achievement she's done is absolutely outstanding. And like her brand is all about like consistency and focus. She's strong. She's sexy. She's sophisticated. She's kick ass. And then um, I guess in the climate activism activists, sorry, climate activists, um, Greta Thunberg comes to mind. Right? She's like fifteen year old who shows you're you're never too young to do anything. And and the impact that she has on the world is pretty pretty astounding so far. So those are three that come to mine, Yeah.
0: Those are good ones. And I love the AOC example because I think it goes so perfectly to just being unapologetically who you are. Right. Like she's not for everyone and she's going to make some people angry. But she says, this is what I care about. This is what I stand for. And I'm not here to be what you want me to be. This is who this is really who I am. And she's somebody who I think has really nailed it. She's completely digitally native and like immersed and completely just completely gets how to build her brand uh and i'll yeah i'm constantly you know whatever your politics are i think you have to just be impressive with what she's done you know and she is a household name right like she is everyone's everyone talks about her and i i think you can't uh you can't kind of uh, hate on her for that so i love that one Okay. So I have two closing questions that uh, we want to ask all of our guests. Um, and the first one is one, what is one piece of advice that you give to any one woman who might be uh, the only woman at the table or trying to get a seat at the table? What would be like your piece of advice?
1: Yeah. So I would say, don't think about being the only woman there. Just think about the fact that you deserve to be there. So don't doubt yourself. And then think about how do
0: I get other women here too, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. And I'm going to keep going back to this wolf pack book because it literally is fresh in my mind. We just had a conversation about it. And it was, you know, if there are 10 seats at the table, why do women only get two, right? Like, why can't we have all 10? So if you are the only woman there, how do you bring more, more women there? Because it'll really just amplify your voice. You'll feel more comfortable. You'll feel more confident. Um, and just remember that, like, there are – 10 seats there and you can take whichever one you want I think the one of the lines was like pull up a folding chair you know <laughs> or something like that I was like oh that's amazing yeah pull up a folding chair to the table
1: yeah so it's like just celebrate the fact that you've that you're there and you deserve to be there and don't ever doubt it and and the next step is how do I get more women like me more people like me more diversity mm-hmm. with, where you are
0: yeah. I mean, it's so important. Like for, I mean, I think we see it now for organizations, the decisions they make um, are so affected by just who's at the top, um, you know, brands too. And I think people are really starting, hopefully starting to look inward and saying, oh, well, maybe our our leadership doesn't make up the, what the climate is and, and what the makeup of of the world is right now. And how do we change that? Um, okay. And then my final question, um, I, I, I like this question a lot because I do feel, and we talked a little bit about this, but I feel like women have to do a better job of advocating for one another and promoting one each, one another and promoting each other's brand. So the last thing I want to ask from you is, could you please amplify or promote one woman? And same thing, you can easily do two or three if you want. And this could be anybody from Kamala Harris to like, it's just some like amazing woman you work with
1: if I had to choose one of the three that I already talked about how impressed I am, it would probably be AOC just, you know, for the reason that I explained, like she's so smart and driven and, and what she's been able to achieve in, in the amount of time that she's been elected is, is been pretty incredible and inspiring for any woman. I think she's, she's made it acceptable to not be liked. Like you mentioned, Megan, she's, she's called out people who criticize her and she didn't care. It didn't stop her. It didn't slow her down. It didn't change what she was, you know, the story she wanted to tell. It actually, to me, feels like it made her stronger.
0: That's pretty much it for us today. Uh, but Christy, thank you so much for being with us and and sharing all of this great insight into, into crafting a brand message and crafting a brand story. Like I said, you really are kind of a guru at branding. So uh, we are very thankful to get your insights. I'm so happy
1: to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. That was fun.
0: Yes. Super fun. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to amplify her voice and we will see you next month.